All right, so I'm, I'm flying back on the airplane and I'm thinking, what, what should I talk to the people about? Because I have to share something in 15 minutes that also has the children's attention. So, you ready for my title, kids? Here's my title. You'll never forget this. You ready? Jesus is in trouble. What? Jesus is in trouble. So I'm flying back in the airplane. I'm thinking, Lord, what should I teach on? Tell the people that I'm in trouble. Everybody say, Jesus is in trouble. Now, how many of you are glad when you're in trouble that Jesus is in trouble too? With you. How many glad when you're in trouble? He's there. Whether you feel like he's there or not. So there's these three guys one day. They didn't bow to a, a, a golden god. And King Nebuchadnezzar was furious. He was, a, he was upset. He said, what? There's somebody not bowing to my golden statue. It was like 90 feet tall and 9 feet wide. Nebuchadnezzar made this big golden statue. He said, anybody, when the sound of music happens, if they don't fall down and worship him, they're in trouble. And so these three Hebrew children decided to not bow down they didn't compromise. And when the music played, they stood up. And there were some envious people in Babylon that told on him. And the king found out. He got super mad. He got so mad, he said, turn the furnace up seven times hotter than normal and throw those three Hebrew children in the fire and burn them to a crisp. And they turned the fire up so hot that the people that threw the Hebrew children in died immediately. The big strong guards died immediately because it was seven times hotter. Anybody know the name of these three Hebrew children? Shadrach, Meshach, and to bed we go, right? No, Abednego. Kids are used to hearing, go to bed, go to bed. Shadmach, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, right? Got that? So they're thrown in the fire for it. So Daniel 3, I want you to look at this with me. In verse 14, Nebuchadnezzar spoke and said unto them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Do not you serve my gods, nor worship the golden image which I have set up? Now, if you be ready, that at what time you hear the sound of the cornet, the flute, the, the harp, the sackbut, the psaltery, and the dulcimer, and all the music, if you fall, don't fall down and worship the image which I have made, if you do fall down and worship, it'll be well with you. But if you do not worship when the music plays, you'll be cast the same hour into the middle of a burning fiery furnace. And who is the God that shall deliver you out of my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer you in this matter. In other words, we don't even have to think about it, dude. All right? You're trying to threaten us here? He said, listen, we don't have to think about this. Now, now listen closely here, because a lot of people misread this. They said, if it be so, what if it be so? If you throw us into the furnace, if you throw us into this furnace, King, if you throw us into this furnace, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O King. But if you don't throw us in, so a lot of people think that means if God doesn't deliver them. They just said he's going to deliver them. Yeah, exactly. He's talking about being delivered or being thrown in or not being thrown. Now he says, but now if you don't throw us in, you know, for some reason you don't throw us in. Yeah. Oh, king. Know that we will not serve your dumb gods, nor worship the golden image which you have set up. Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury and the form of his visage was changed against Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. In other words, he was like this. That's the form of your visage changing, children. Just want you to know. 
Just turn it. Just turn your neighbor and go. Okay, that's the form of your visage changing. All right, we got that. Now it says, uh, it, it, he was mad at them. Therefore he spoke and commanded that they should heat the furnace one seven times more than it should be heated. And he commanded the most mighty man, these were big strong guys, in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and cast him in the burning fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their coats and their hose and in their hats and their other garments and were cast into the middle of the burning fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's commandment was so urgent and the furnace exceedingly hot, the flame of the fire slew the men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down, bound into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar, the king, was astonished and rose up in haste and spoke and said unto the counselors, Did we not cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said to the king, True, O king. He answered and said, Lo, check it out. We see four men loosed and walking in the midst of the fire and they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Everybody say, Jesus, Jesus is, in is in trouble. How many of you glad he's in trouble when you're in trouble? And he's not in trouble like you're in trouble. He's in trouble to get you out of trouble. Oh, come on. What does it say? Re read the rest of this here. Next one. Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the fiery furnace and spoke and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you servants of the Most High God, come forth and come here. Then they came out in the midst of the fire. They walked out of the fire. Now get this. Next verse. And the princes, the governors, the captains, the king's counselors being gathered together saw these men upon whose bodies the fire had no power nor was a hair of their heads singed, neither were their coats changed, nor the smell of fire had passed on them. They didn't even smell smoke on them. Okay, what am I saying? You got, listen, church, you have to understand this. They went into that fire with faith. Come on, you need to find out what leads up to miracles. You know what led up to this miracle? They had faith, and you could hear it in their words. They said, oh, king, we're not afraid of your commandment. If you throw us into this fire, you know what? God's able to deliver us, and he will. That's faith talking. There is no earthly way they could have been delivered, but their faith was talking because they had faith in a big God. And their faith caused the fourth man. Anybody know who the fourth man is? Jesus is the fourth man. He appeared in the fiery furnace. Now listen, church, here's the key. You ready? Listen, this is what the Lord told me to tell you today. The goal of life and the big answer to life is not no problems. It's, is Jesus with you? Because if he's with you, there's nothing, even seven times hotter than what at present, there's nothing that you and Jesus can't win over. But did you hear their talk? Oh, come on. What did David say? David said in Psalm 23, 4, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, 
I choose to fear no evil. He didn't say, I don't fear. I don't feel fear. He said, I choose to fear no evil because you, God, are with me. <clears throat> Is the Lord with you? Yes. Let me tell you the cure to anxiety. Anybody want to know the cure to anxiety? Knowledge that God is with you. Knowing it so deep that the next time you're in an airplane and the turbulence is severe, you're in total peace. Because your peace is not based on circumstances. Your peace is based on a person who's in you. And if you ever get in trouble because he's in you, now Jesus is in trouble. And when he's in trouble, Psalm 91 says, he will deliver you from the trouble. But you know what? A lot of people don't know the Lord's with them. They don't know. They let fear grip them. They start talking their fears. They get all worried. And what they're literally doing, and they don't realize it, is they're not taking Jesus into that situation with them. And things begin to happen that the Lord doesn't want to happen. The Lord loves you and he's with you. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. The Lord never said there'd be no storms, but he did say he'd be with you in them all and he will deliver you. Psalm 91 says that I'll be with you in trouble and everybody say and uh, I'll be with you in trouble and I will deliver you from that trouble. So I want to encourage you. Believe he's with you. This is the cure to anxiety. Knowledge that God is with you. Anybody excited about that? Say this. Jesus is in trouble. So how are you going to feel next time you're in trouble? How are you going to be? You're going to be all right? Why? Because you ain't alone. I'm sorry, you are not alone. I'm not teaching your children bad here today. You are not alone. Now I say, well, pastor, I don't feel him. What does that have to do with the fact that he said he'd never leave you nor forsake you? People have got to quit letting their feelings dictate their life. God said it. Believe it. Let that settle it. If he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And he did believe that. Amen. I remember one time I was under attack. The enemy was attacking me. The fear was all around. This was many years ago. And I remember one time driving down the road and the Lord gave me the revelation and said, you know what? You have nothing to fear. I'm with you in the midst of this trouble. And I made a huge stride in my spiritual growth that day just by realizing God is with me in this trouble. And if he's with me and he's greater than all, then we're coming out of this trouble. And I did. And it was wonderful. The Lord never said there'd be no storms, but he did say he would never leave you nor forsake you. So say it one more time. Jesus, Jesus. Is, in is in trouble. Amen. Let's stand up.